Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back to his good friend, Jonathan Twanley. How you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. So I want to ask a couple questions about uh, the Fed, right? We talked about in video number one, uh, the raising rates, you know, debt going up. We talked about video number two, kind of this pivot investors uh, need to have because, again, there's been a sea change, according to Howard Marks, which we both agree with. But now I want to go back to really what's called the dot plot or the 19 Fed presidents talking about their opinions of 2023. and. I actually told my audience to pay attention to these a few days ago, and, and we talked about it this morning, but I want to go through it with you. The first one that was interesting to me was the terminal rate, right? Which, you know, how high do the, how high does the Fed think they're going to have to go before they pause? Uh, last, you know, two meetings ago, 4.6. To me, the, the decision this week was, is does that average go above or stay below 5%? And I don't know if you saw it, but it came in at 5.1, which means the Fed's going to you know, basically hit us with 75 basis points more, right? They want to go between five and five and a quarter. Um, you know, A, did you see that? And B, what do you think that really means going forward? The, uh, what, I'm sorry, the second question, what do I think it means? What does that question mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first off, so, so for example, to me, it means they're going to hit us with 25s going forward, right? Yeah. The supersized moves are done, right? 75, 50, done. Yeah. Any moves forward are going to be a quarter. Uh, they're likely going to be in the first half of next year, not the later. Because again, they're not saying six and a quarter, which means we've got five rate hikes ahead of us, right? It's it's three. And then the last thing is, again, these 19 individuals are... Um, no better than you or I predicting the future, right? They're humans. They may have access to more data than us, but they're not better per se. And they could always back it up, right? Maybe, you know, they've been low. Now maybe they're high and next time they bring it down. What do you think? Well, I think they're going to keep on raising. And I think they're going to, and I'm not sure that they're going to stop necessarily at, at, at 75 additional basis points because they're kind of iterating every month. I mean, they're looking at the data yeah. and go. Right. As they should, so, as they should. So I think that they'll continue to monitor the inflation numbers and see uh, where they where they are. But you know, in that in that that Howard Marks um, mm -hmm. blog post, the sea change. One of the it's I really encourage you guys to read this, and, and Michael, hopefully you can post it in the in the show sure. notes. I could do that. But it, it's kind of a long article, but it's really worth the, worth your time to read it. Mm -hmm. And one of the many many like tidbits in this article is how uh, he believes that the Fed will continue to raise rates until real interest rates are positive. And I thought that that was really interesting because he said, even now, their real interest rates are still negative two and a half percent. Yeah. So what is it, what he means by that is inflation is 7%. Ten-year note is, I don't know, call it three and a half, hence real yeah. interest rates are negative. That's what yeah. I mean. So, so the short, I think they do it on the short term. 
okay. interest rate. Yeah. So whatever. The, so the short-term interest rate is around five percent or something, okay. and and so the uh, the basically you you subtract the interest rate from inflation, and what you get is the real interest rate, which right? is a negative so, number. Yep. Which is a negative number, or the other way around. You subtract inflation from the interest rate, and you get whatever you get. So he he said he thinks that they will continue to raise. And frankly, this this implies a lot more interest rate hikes. But he said they they want to. Well, I guess if they tame inflation, then it changes the down, right. yeah. yeah. So, but he said basically they're targeting two to four percent real interest rates, right? Two to four. So, yeah. Oh, well, wow. which so that, but that but that may sound like if they get back to two percent inflation, that means you're talking about an interest rate between four and six percent, right? Which is yeah. historically not, not crazy, not bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember when my dad got super excited about interest rates going down to six percent, hmm. right? So he could refinance his mortgage, and he was re really happy about that. So I, I, historically speaking, those are those are normal interest rates. And he he also said that you know they are they are pushing to, and he believes they should get up to normal interest rates because it's better for the economy and better for investors, and it's. Uh, means that they have room to cut if they need to, if there is a big recession, right? So, yeah, yeah. and right now, you know, for for people who are, uh, you know, with one, you know, with with one half of their brain uh, scared of a recession, and with the other half of their brain hoping for one because they think the Fed is going to cut rates, um, it's like no dice. You know what he what what he said was it's going to have to be a severe recession, yeah, for them to cut rates because of a whole bunch of factors. You know, not the least of which is credibility and mm -hmm. uh, and other things. But then, then another thing that you, that you mentioned in this article, which um, I, I thought was interesting, uh, was that, and you have mentioned this before, so so credit to you. He talked about not just the inflation rate, but the psychology of inflation, right? And that that one of the things that the Fed is trying to do is not just tame the inflation rate, but retrain but get rid of inflation in the minds of yeah inflation expectations yeah so that yeah. and that was the big problem in the 70s was that people because oh, yeah. inflation had been a problem for a long time right really the whole 60s and 70s there had been pretty strong inflation and then in the late 70s just went wild but because of uh you know the oil crisis but the um people just came to expect it and yes and then you know, the the, op the opposite happened, where people stopped expecting it for the the long the great moderation. But now suddenly they're expecting it again. And the Fed, one of the reasons why they've acted so dramatically, is because they don't want in that inflation expectation to start getting baked into people's thinking. Agreed. So they have to do they have to be really aggressive and get uh, inflation back down to two percent to yeah. basically stop you know stop that in its tracks. So I I, I think. We're just going to continue to see raises. I, I think it could easily go past seventy-five basis points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So the other, there's two more things to talk about. The next one for me, uh, you know, this is certainly not Powell's words, but it kind of translates, in my opinion, to stagflation. Uh, what do I mean by that? He basically said the 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 19 Fed presidents who you know were part of the dot plot said, "Av or GDP for 2023 will be half a percent." Yeah. You know, if you have half a percent GDP in an environment where inflation's four or five percent, I mean, I don't know if that meets the technical definition of stagflation, but it certainly feels like stagflation to me. What do you think? Well, yeah, I guess on that basis it is, but also when you describe it that way, it sounds a lot better than a recession. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Powell's answer. It's still positive. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, growth is growth, right? So yeah, that's what uh, he said. It's exactly yeah. what he said. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you know, people talk about you know stagflation, and they and they, and I think it's normal. Like, there's sort of the one example of stagflation, and then it's really bad, and then they all think, well, that's where we're going. And there's some arguments that said, yeah, yeah, but look, if we have like if we have stagflation for two quarters, right? Like, will yeah. anybody notice? Like, will is it? Will anybody care? And and you know. There's, I think there's a lot of structural differences in the economy between sure. then and now. And again, going back to this Howard Marks article that you really got to read, another like just fascinating tidbit that I, it's one of those things I, yeah, I sort of knew about, but I never really understood the implications of it. In the 70s, right, the workforce was much more heavily unionized than it is now. Yeah. And the union contracts had cost of living increases built into them. So every time inflation went up, it caused wages to, automatically yeah. to go up and then that caused inflation to go up and it was like this cycle that we couldn't get out of right yeah that we don't have that anymore right so yeah. the the whatever you're seeing from wage inflation right now is just purely market driven it is just supply and demand it is not automatically baked in lockstep cost of living increases in yeah. wages which are you know crippling so and that was a big contributor to stagflation right was because it didn't there was no additional worker productivity that was mm -hmm. coming along with the wage increases. It was just going in lockstep with yep. the, the cost of living. Therefore, you had literally stagflation. Nothing was, the economy was not getting better, but you had inflation, right? So mm -hmm. we don't have that anymore. So I think if we do have stagflation, it'll be kind of nominal stagflation, like you just right. described. And it's not going to be pernicious. It's not going to be the horrible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It, and it, then the final, the final one to talk about was unemployment. Uh, this is the one that I was really paying attention to, because, again, you hear the you hear the Fed, you hear about tight job market, you hear about this, you hear about that. Uh, we're at three point seven. I was actually surprised um, that they saw a peak unemployment rate next year of only four point six. Right. Given all the tightening, given what they said is coming higher, slower, longer. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think four six gets the job done. Right. If it. You know, it feels horrible to say that's millions of people losing their job. But, uh, you know, I think if we only get to four, five, four, six, it just means inflation is a problem longer. I don't know. So I, I four, six doesn't feel high enough to me. Well, I guess it also, I mean, I, and I'm just speaking to this blindly because I haven't looked at the data. I'm just speculating. It also, like the labor participation rate also matters here. And we don't know what sure. that is right because it well they it, didn't yeah they didn't estimate it right now it took uh, last reading took tick down to 62.1 um well, so, on, so that could low. be it that could you could have essentially like hidden unemployment right yeah. because the, even though if the nominal rate of unemployment is 4.6 percent if the labor participation rate has declined they're yeah. just not counting those additional people in the rate because they're quote unquote not looking for work right so um so that maybe that's why Maybe. so like the real you know remember back in covid when we were talking about the u6 real versus and, u3, yeah, u2, yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah it might it might be kind of time to look at that data again and see yeah, i'll take a look yeah. yeah what the real what the real unemployment rate is and maybe that's where where it's coming I mean, in yeah yeah basically if if we have enough of a recession what what you're saying and probably right i'll need to look at it, is people just come off the sidelines right u3 doesn't count the, the not interested u6 does so yeah, yeah maybe there's some hidden employment there maybe and i think also i mean you know one thing we haven't talked about for a while is just demographics right and we Aging do have population and that, baby yeah. boomers are retiring every day right and and uh 
a, a, frankly, you know, high stock market valuations and high house prices yeah. encourage them to uh, sure they were to, set. To retire. Yeah, which I mean, you may be seeing some of them come back into the labor force because they have For to. Sure. Um, yeah, but could happen. Uh, you know, that's we still do. You know, when you were talking about Ivy Zellman mm-hmm. and you know her ideas about whether the housing market really is as strong as mm-hmm. it's purported to be, you know, her, a large part of her argument is based on demographics, and uh, so that's also behind the labor participation rate, right? So You're right. Yeah, you need to look into that. Well, Jonathan, this is always fun talking to you each week. Where can people find you? Yeah, come and join my Facebook group, Apartment Investors Club. Uh, yeah. On fa- just come and join us. There's free videos. There's lots of material. There's a good conversation in there for you. Uh, and if you want to join my email list, uh, there's a free download that you get if you go to apartmentinvestorsclub.com. Uh, and uh, so go download that. You'll get on my email list and you'll see all the stuff that I'm getting yep. up to, including a conference in April. So uh, look at- yes. Very cool. Well, Jonathan, you have an amazing week. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. You too.